Hey there, welcome to Failcon, a brand new podcast hosted by yours truly, Kasim Wani, where I get to have candid conversations with my peers and colleagues about failure and what we can learn from setbacks in our own lives. I've I've known you for about a year now, and you know that I'm a big failure. We're the negative stonks. Um, <laughs> the nice thing about having you as my roommate is just the conversations we have around both our startup journeys and how similar they were in terms of just raw, challenging moments one after the other, and how this isn't something you learn from your classes, especially coping with the stress involved around just building uh, products. And yeah, the whole like premise behind the show is for us to talk about just some of the setbacks involved around building products. And when you go onto YouTube, let's say Y Combinator startup series, you just hear about People talk about all the cool metrics I've had. Mark Zuckerberg talks about how Facebook was this huge thing. And Mm -hmm. like everyone is just so into the numbers. But what happens when you don't have those numbers? What happens in those early days where nothing's working out? You're pivoting from one product to another. And like that's when it all matters. Yeah, absolutely. I think when you see all the stories of the startups that made it, I guess. If you look at them very naively and you are starting off, you'll think like, wow, mine is the same as these guys. Like, I'm I'm also going to be one of these. I'm going to like, oh, it's all going to work out when I think the reality is it's way, way, way harder than you think. And when you're starting, it's like you don't even see um, how much further you have to go. And I guess we both probably have a lot to talk about where we see one obstacle and we overcome it. And then there are 10 more beyond that. And when you uh, get over those, then there's a hundred more. And um, it takes forever almost to get to the success point. And a lot of times you don't even make it there. Um, But yeah, there's a lot to talk about. So before we delve into some of the particular moments we've shared around uh, startups, I just want to give the audience a general idea of your startup mass supply and maybe you can talk about just what mass supply does in general and the problem you're solving. Yeah, a quick description is uh, mass supply is a job searching tool to help people land more interviews uh, very reliably and help people kind of get 10 times the outcomes they would in their uh, typical job hunt. And uh, it kind of was born out of the pandemic, where uh, at the start of the pandemic, a lot of people's internships and full-time job offers were canceled, and it was a very stressful time for everyone. That's also around the time that we launched, um, because I saw that and I was working on something similar. So I just kind of pivoted to those needs, and I got 5,000 users within the first two months. So since then, I've been running with that, essentially. Um, And we do that through cold emails as well as uh, going into referrals as well. The early days is something that every entrepreneur cherishes and Mm -hmm. has very fond memories of. How did did it feel building 
the first version of Mass Supply. Yeah, honestly, it was. I was kind of treating it as just a normal side project. Um, I was just kind of developing it, and I thought, you know, I was developing it for myself, and I knew like I would use this, and maybe um, some friends, or maybe a couple like hundred people, maybe if I reached out enough at my school. Um, but it got very exciting, obviously, when um, it started blowing up. We got a lot of traction on LinkedIn and um, and uh, at one point or I guess, yeah, for those initial like two or three months, I remember replying to 100 to 200 emails every single day from users. Some of them we were reaching out to, but um, like there was just a lot was going on and I found that very, very exciting. And I think that almost made me believe that, oh, this could really become something real. And I think that belief was really good and it was good I went through that. But obviously, making a successful business um, is a lot more than just traction. Uh, there's a lot more to that. And that's what I've uh, at the beginning, I felt like maybe I was a bit naive to that um, or I, I knew that there was a lot that I didn't understand and that I would learn. But obviously, uh, yeah, that's just a start. Um, there's a lot of obstacles and a lot of ground that you need to cover. I totally relate to that. When I was working on my first startup, Hitchhike, uh, which is this long distance ride sharing platform for college students, I was the only guy building uh, the product. And that was like my first large-scale software project and mm -hmm. the same for me yeah, yeah I, I remember distinctively that there were moments in the first three to four weeks of me building the product where i was overly stressed out and close to being yeah. burnt out and i remember i would talk to my this was like during the summer freshman year so i was with my parents and i would talk to my mom about how no one should go through this much stress <laughs> and i mean there was confidence as far as i can pull this off eventually but i had this like cloud of doubt of whether i can do it in a very short period of time that i had set oh yeah and just to clarify from your story when you said um it was you know very stressful and you're saying like no person should go through that amount of stress was that before you got like a significant amount of like users or traction or after or yeah th this was like before i even launched so oh, okay this is just the building was a pain in the ass because i was the only guy working on mm. it the, the whole premise of the show is that not all challenging setbacks have a positive outcome sometimes you just like fail and like sure you may learn a thing or two and you just move on and for me it was coming to this sad realization that hitchhike would wouldn't be this thing i was hoping to be the most important lessons i learned from hitchhike was that intense validation as an engineer and my capabilities of what i could do or i, I just had this confidence where when i would look through like some of the most influential men in society it it seemed like, okay, like I can be on that list. Like there, there's true greatness to Elon Musk, Nikola Tesla, and I don't see a reason why I cannot be there. Like, I, Yeah, I feel the same way too. I feel like going through these experiences, 
kind of gets you into that kind of rational optimist kind of mindset like the rational being from you know getting that um direct life experience of going through all of that um like getting real feedback um running something and having people say your thing works or what doesn't work and also getting the little bit of success as well teaches you kind of what's realistic and what's not and then but of course the optimism because going through that experience you you learn a lot of well both like the hard skills but you also gain a lot of perspective on well what does it really look like to or like build a billion dollar company or like what does it really mean if this many people use this or I'm solving a problem so I feel like yeah the, those experiences and those failures because I think starting off it's a very it's impossible for there not to be any significant failures yeah but um, those experiences kind of teach you and uh, I, I don't think any sort of greatness especially not in entrepreneurship is possible without any kind of failures. So we're both going to be graduating under like 40 days. And, you know, it's fun to look back at all the stuff we've been able to do. If you if you were to go back to the 18 year old Nauman, what would your advice be knowing what you know now? Yeah, so I would tell myself before I'm going into college don't go to college (laughs) (laughs) yeah i would tell my 18 year old self that's entering college to just start i feel like that's the first step for anything where for any sort of interest you don't you can't it's impossible to see over the first hill and you don't know what's coming afterwards but you just have to start to even understand anything because uh if you haven't tried it then entrepreneurship is just like a vague concept and it doesn't have meaning until you start walking and then you truly see what it is because there's only so much you can learn from listening to a podcast like this or um, any sort of other resource that's one one area where i guess i didn't understand so just just start just go for it we are not sponsored by nike but just do it, just do it. 